You're listening to a BGE podcast. Experience Friday's Cut Straight Weekend Workshop Edition. We're going to be talking about organization and shop setup for small areas. We're also going to be talking about an extension cord that's I find very handy and not easy to come by. Hey, folks. Happy Friday. Hope everyone has had a wonderful weekend. And uh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl this Sunday. We got the Chiefs. And, of course, playing the Philadelphia Eagles. But uh, we're really hoping the Chiefs pull it out. Really hoping they pull it out. Um, man, I tell you what, it, it, it's it been a great week. It's been pretty busy. We've had some really nice weather, which has been nice. And uh, last night I went to the Springfield Area Woodworkers Guild meeting again, which was awesome. Did a little show and tell. Got to meet some more folks. Uh, and we actually met at Grizzly Industrials Showroom here in Springfield, Missouri, which was awesome. And uh, it, it's not far from the house. It's easy to get to for me, which makes it really nice. And uh, it, it's just a really cool facility. Uh, I love their tools. My shop is full of Grizzly tools. And, uh, you know, that, that you know, I've purchased. They haven't been provided to me. They're not a sponsor. I, but I like them. I, I've really had a lot of success and, and good luck with the Grizzly line of tools. And so I, I recommend them. I, I think it's it's a good tool uh, to go after, to get. And uh, their customer service is amazing. I haven't really had to use it too much. Of course, I can just go right down to the shop and, uh, you know, just right down to the to the uh, showroom or warehouse and, and talk to the guys directly, which has been awesome. They've helped me out a lot there at the warehouse. So, I've just had a lot of great interactions with Grizzly as a whole. And so I've, I just enjoy it. I think they've got uh, tools that definitely work for what I'm doing and what a lot of folks do. And, uh, and sometimes for the money, they're hard to beat. It's hard to beat some of the tools that they put out uh, for, you know, quality for price. So uh, I've been very pleased. I, I really have. So I, I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, but uh one of the things that I've struggled with, you know, I'm I'm in a it's technically a two-car garage. I don't know if we could really get two vehicles in this garage, but I think it would technically be a two-car garage. Um we don't park in the garage. <laughs> we definitely don't have room for that. I've pretty much taken it over with the wood shop. 
and uh, got a space for my wife and for some of the things that she loves to do for, you know, tools, um, gardening and yard and lawn tools and things like that. And of course the CNC machine now has its space and I got all of my woodworking tools and, and wood and lumber and just all of that. It, it, it takes up a lot of room and I've really struggled with organization. Of course, as you know, from last week's episode, we, um, and uh, some posts that we put on our Instagram with the stealth mounts, they really worked out well in organizing our cordless tool station, right? And, and hanging those up on the wall. That, that made it really nice. But I, I wanted to research and try to find, you know, what are people doing in small shop areas? A lot of guys have one-car garages. They have uh, small little workshops. And there are several who are putting out, this is how you organize things. This is how you set up to go from one tool to the other and talk about the workflow and, and, you know, what tools you use and, you know, where to put them and place them so you're not going back and forth and doing that kind of stuff. And at first I was like, okay, some of this is making sense. Some of this, you know, is nice and and it sounds great, but I'm just going to be straight up with y'all. It's not practical. I mean, it's just <laughs> a lot of times it's just really not practical. It's not possible in some instances. Regardless, you're going to find yourself moving around tools and large tools. And so probably the best bit of advice that I received on watching all of these videos and what i did my best to implement is to put everything on wheels. And that has been probably the best thing that I've done is make sure that everything is on wheels so that it can roll and it can be pushed and, and moved. And when I need to work on work with it, I can get it out to where uh, it needs to be so that I can work with it. Because there are other restrictions that sometimes in, in in going through this process that have to be considered and it's different in everybody's workshop. And so sometimes workflow is not something that you can really consider. What you need to do is adjust your work and batch out cuts and, and pieces per, for the tool while it's out and then get the next tool out and move the next tool over, you know, that kind of thing, rather than trying to set up and say, all right, so I'm going to go from this tool to this tool to this tool. Because not only is the space not always available in there, um, you know, sometimes in these small spaces, you got to move things around anyway if you're cutting larger pieces of lumber, To first of all. Secondly, power is a huge contributing factor, right? Because you've got to plug in a lot of these tools, whether it's a bandsaw, a table saw, your miter saw, your planer, your router, whatever it is, you've got to plug that stuff in. And so those are some things that people, you know, have to take into consideration. Now, I did a lot of wiring in our garage and our shop and, and got that set up with its own uh, breaker box, brought in and able to to get some 220 run 
to the shop, which was very helpful. And I, I put in, uh, well, ultimately three 220 outlets, two of them for tools and one of them for the AC heater combination window unit. But uh, the, the tools, you know, I, I've got three tools right now. And hopefully pretty soon I'll have four. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But right now I've got three that run on 20 amp, you know, 250 volt circuits, um, you know, outlets. I've got my saw stop table saw, three horsepower table saw. I've got a dust collector and I've got a bandsaw. Now, granted, the bandsaw, the, it, it's a grizzly bandsaw. It's a, uh, I, I'm trying to remember if it's 17 or 19 inch. It's a, it's a bigger bandsaw. It's huge, but it, it has the option of going, you can switch a wire in, in its box and its motor and run it on 120 or on 240 either way or 220. Um, and I ran it on 110 for a long time, but when I got 220 run to the shop, I switched that wire up and, and, and that thing just, it just runs better. It, it just, it, it's just smoother. And I, you know, maybe it's a mind thing, you know, um, cause it's, it's the same horsepower regardless, but it just doesn't seem to work as hard running on the, on the 220. And so that, that's been really nice. But with my other two, you know, I've only got those two outlets. And so I can run the bandsaw and the table saw, or I can run the bandsaw and the dust collector or the table saw and the dust collector. Uh, but, you know, I, I've got to make a choice, right? So there's always something being unplugged and something else being plugged in. And I got to be close enough to those outlets to plug those things in. And so setting up a shop, so, you know, to have workflow and then being able to plug all that stuff in, it, th that kind of stuff really isn't um, it would be nice, but it, I mean, you know, in all honest, let's just face it. Most of us aren't going to be in that situation where we can put a tool anywhere we want to put it and know that there's going to be power to it and to all the other tools. It just doesn't happen that way. And so, um, you know, for the longest time, I asked around and everyone said, no, they don't exist. I asked for two 220 volt extension cords. And for the longest time, everyone said, no, they, they don't exist. They're, they're not out there. And then there started to be some videos and, and people popping up saying, oh, look, I got this 220 volt, um, you know, 220, 240, 250, whatever, um, extension cord. And they were at RV stores for, uh, RV parks and uh, for, you know, big campers and things like that. Well, they weren't 20 amp. They were all 30 to 50 amp. And th that wasn't going to work for the tools that I was running. You know, if I had to plug in my AC, then maybe. But, you know, that that's not what was going to work because these tools run on a 20 amp outlet and, and 20 amp breaker. And it's a little bit different, right? You've got the, the hole on the, the outlet plug. It's really the size of a regular 110 outlet, but instead of having the two, you know, you've got your circle plug and then you got your two vertical, 
Well, instead of having two vertical, you've got two horizontal. Now, if you're familiar with 110 outlets and a, you know, they're, you know, running on 15 amp breakers usually, a 110, a 110 every once in a while has a 20 amp circuit. And on those plugs, there's a vertical and a horizontal. So the, the two flat plugs that go into the wall uh, on what you're plugging in is almost like they T, you know, they're, they're perpendicular to one another. Well, on the 20 amp, 250 volt circuit, uh, 20 amp circuit, I guess, 250 volt, 20 amp circuit, the, you've got your circle and then you've got your two flat pieces that you, you're plugging into the wall, but they're both uh, running horizontal rather than, rather than vertical. And uh, and they're not they're about the same size. They're, in fact, they are the same size as a 110 kind of plug that if you were to feel it, you would think, oh, that's you know regular 110 or something, except for the instead of being vertical, the, the flat plugs are horizontal. And uh, and so th there wasn't anything that I could find. And I called I got friends at work at RV uh, stores and and uh, you know called them up and said, Hey, do you have extension cords that work on for 220. And they said, oh yeah, absolutely. And one of them has been over here and, and helped me, in fact, install a couple of the outlets that I have. And he's like, is this for your garage? I said, yes. He goes, yeah, these won't work. These are all 30 or 50 amp. These are not 20 amp. Those are different. They're smaller. We don't carry those in the RV industry. It's like, oh man. And so I somehow stumbled across on Amazon a an extension cord that was a 250 volt 20 amp and I was like well that that specifically says 20 amps so I sent a link to my buddy who works at the RV store and said hey is this the kind of end that I'm looking for and he texted back and said yes that's what you're looking for it looks exactly like that that's exactly what we've put in your shop and so I ordered one. I ordered a 25-foot. And the brand is Contec, C-O-N-N-T-E-K. Um, and uh, a Contec NEMA 20-amp, 250-volt, 25-foot extension cord. And it came in, and it, it, it works perfect. In fact, I ended up ordering a second one, and and that gave me so much freedom because now, while I have my bandsaw in one area, I've got my table saw somewhere else that it can be pushed out of the way, and my dust collector, and, and I've got these extension cords run, and now I may have to unplug an extension cord to plug in my bandsaw. That, that's not a big deal. But I don't have to roll everything around and keep switching things to get them close enough to the outlet to plug them in. These extension cords have worked flawlessly for the past several months that I've had them on both the bandsaw, the dust collector, and on the table saw. And so they—they've that's just been awesome. I'll put a link, in fact, um, and it's not an affiliate link. It's, it's nothing that I get any kickback from or anything like that, but I will do my best to supply a link in the description of the program because, um, you know, I'm sure there are others who are like, Hey, you know, that, you know, do they make, um, 20 amp, 250 volt extension cords? And, 
you know, everywhere I was asking, you know, it was like, no, no, we don't have them. They don't make them. You can't find them. You know, you can go to RV stores for 30 amp, 50 amp stuff, but no, you, you can't find the 20 amp. Well, I found it and I've been extremely pleased. And this thing is, th it's heavy duty. It is super thick. And like I said, the tools have worked without incident at all. And it's really given me a lot of freedom to move around my stuff. And so I've, I've loved having the, uh, the, those, those extension cords for the 20 amp, 250 volt, um, outlets. And so, uh, that, that's been cool. That that's, that's been really nice. But, but again, you know, it hasn't changed as much of my workflow. I still moving things around, right? I still got to move my planer, still got to move my miter saw. I still move my table saw every once in a while because sometimes my boards are longer than, uh, than the space that I've got. And so I need to move my table saw, you know, uh, either turn it, uh, 90 degrees from where it is now, or, you know, just scoot it back forward or whatever. So it's, it's awesome having it on a wheeled base that you can do that with. Uh, and, and that again has been one of the best things. In fact, even on my workbench, I, I found these uh, retractable wheels and, and these were from Rockler and I'm sure they're probably not the only company that makes them, but they went on each leg, they, you know, one on each leg, and they've got this little, like, paddle thing that you you flip up, and it the wheel comes up, and it drops your leg down to the floor, and it's a stable workbench. You push the paddle down, it pushes the wheel down, raising up that leg of the bench, and you got, you know, one of those on all four legs, and so you can push those down, and and roll your workbenches around. When you get them where you need to be, you know, raise the wheels, drop the legs down, and it's, you know, it's you're, it's good to go. And so you can move things around, and if you don't need to move it, you can drop it down so it's it's not on wheels, not going to move on you when you're uh, pushing and pulling and doing other, you know, other projects on that workbench. And that that's that's been nice. And, and it's really nice weather. you got the big garage door open. You know, you can roll things out into your driveway. You know, and uh, and work out there and enjoy the weather, and that's that's just been, uh, it's been amazing. It's been great. I've loved being able to do that, uh, and it's allowed me also to kind of push things out of the way and get them out of the way so that you know we can do other projects or work on other things. You know, like the dining table. That thing was massive, seven foot long. You know, forty two inches wide. I, you know, I needed a lot of space. I needed to move things around. To be able to work on that and having things on wheels made it so much easier to be able to do that and so um, <clears throat> that's probably the biggest thing when it comes to you know layout of your shop um, you know you kind of throw out the window some of these things that the, these video guys are telling you because it's just not going to work with your setup you know you're still going to find yourself moving tools uh, whether it's because of power or, you know, or, you know, different work piece, whatever it is, you're going to find yourself moving around your tools. And, uh, you know, if you try to think, oh, I'm going to get it set up and never have to move anything, especially in a limited space like that, it's just not going to happen. And, you know, being able to move it around, you can still keep track of things and you know where things are. Uh, which is important for someone who can't see, right? So me being blind, 
it's important that I know where things are. And sometimes when you move them, that kind of throws you off a little bit. But, you know, if you're the one moving it, uh, then it, that helps. That that helps you to keep track of where things are, and you can put things where you want them and work with them. And it just works out really well. It, it really does. Um so, so anyway, that I, I wanted to talk about that because, you know, maybe you guys are working on things in your shop. You're thinking about, you know, getting various tools. Where am I going to put them? Um, you know, how am I going to lay out my shop? You know, there may be certain layouts that work for you with the tools you have, with the room you have. But ultimately, when it comes to your workflow, um, you know, unless you've just got a huge space, and you can set tools up and leave them where they are. Um, that that kind of reasoning just doesn't work for small shops. I don't think. I, I just don't. I don't get how it can. It certainly can't in my space where I'm at. Um, and so I'm sure others will find themselves in that situation as well. And, and you know, when you hear in these guys, oh yeah, put you know, get this workflow set up. And you think that that sounds great when you you get frustrated trying to figure it out. Trust me, I went through that. I know. But uh, finally, when I was like, you know what, For, forget that. Let's just figure out, you know, what I use, how I use things, where they need to be to get the power to them, and you know where I can push them out of the way to get the next tool and do that. You know, uh, do the little uh, shuffle of one tool to the other, and. Uh, and and that has just really relieved a headache in in that area for me. Hopefully that gives you guys something to think about and has been helpful to y'all. And listen, if you've been thinking about a, a, a an extension cord for a 20 amp, 222 to 250 volt whatever outlet, it's there. They they have it. And the one that I got, the Contec uh, NEMA, whatever 20, I got the 25 foot. I think they have it in a 10 foot as well. Uh, but man, it, my tools have worked flawlessly. They've been great. And, um, I'm, I'm very pleased, you know, there's some videos on how to make some of these wires and get the plugs. And I am not an electrician. I don't trust myself with that kind of thing. And so being able to purchase something like that, um, was well worth it to me. It, It was, it was more than worth it to me because, I don't want to take a chance on electricity, even though I, you know, granted, it seems like I took a chance buying a product, but once I got it in hand, I, that, it, yeah, there, I, I don't feel there's any risk at all. It, it works great. It feels great quality. And I'm very pleased, very pleased with that extension cord for, uh, for what I'm doing. Guys, shoot us an email, blindgrilling at gmail.com. If you're in the Springfield area, whether you're blind or not, if you love woodworking, man, you've got to check out the Springfield, Missouri Woodworkers Guild. It's a group that has just started up. We've had our fourth meeting this week, and uh, we're going to be meeting the second Thursday night of every month. And right now, it looks like we'll be meeting at Grizzly from 6 to 7 o'clock Thursday evenings, uh, the second Thursday of the month from 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock in the evening. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, come on out and join us. It it's uh seems like a really good group of guys. We're just getting this thing going and um it's, you know, good opportunities to learn and to share ideas, to get some ideas 
and see what other folks are doing. And uh, it's uh, I've enjoyed so far the couple of meetings I've been able to make and uh, try to spread the word and try to get others involved as well. But again, the, the email address, blindgrilling at gmail.com. And if you're interested, there is a, a group. And uh, I can't, I, they, it used to have a different name. I've changed the name. The group is now Blind Grilling Experience on Facebook. So if you want to find that, Blind Grilling Experience on Facebook, if you want to join the group, whether you're interested in cooking and grilling or in woodworking, especially, uh, especially if you're blind or visually impaired. And, uh, you know, uh, send a join request to that Facebook group and uh, we'll see what we can do. And, you know, get on there and maybe share some ideas and encourage one another along the way. All right, folks. Again, man, appreciate everybody who listens to the podcast, who shares it out to all your friends. Give us a rating on the podcast app that you listen to. We appreciate that as well. And remember to shoot us an email, blindgrilling at gmail.com. Keep those fingers safe and always cut straight.